0: Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of Love Is Everywhere, the podcast. Uh, The podcast where I give comedians assignments of things that are supposed to make them happier and then I talk to them about it and we find out how it went. Uh, Today's guest is Dan Rosen. I'm very excited for you to hear this episode. We had a wonderful conversation despite the fact that The whole time I was very creeped out by a creepy doll that I didn't realize was next to my head. Um, I don't know if I actually addressed it at any point in the conversation. um, But (laughs) if you've seen the photos that are posted with these episodes, you know that we're in a really wonderfully decorated room um, full of lots of very interesting items. And one of those items that I had never realized before is a very creepy doll uh, that is right next to my head at all times that doesn't have eyelids. And uh, so just know that in the background of this conversation, (laughs) I don't know why I'm even telling you, but I felt it was worth sharing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Dan's assignment. This is a like getting back to basics uh, assignment. This is the one that I usually tell people about if they're asking me for a general piece of advice. This is the number one go to. Um, So, uh, very excited to be able to talk about this, like, very fundamental basic building block of this kind of, like, self-care stuff and uh, tuning into your own self-talk, paying attention to uh, reality instead of your own perception of yourself, which often those things are very different. We get into that. Um, if you want to go support Dan in general, uh, you can follow him on social media at Dan the Guy Rosen. Um, you can check out his monthly comedy show at Comedy Bar called Opening Act, Dan Rosen, uh, where in true, like, Dan is just the, the sweetest person. The whole concept of this show is that he's the opening act for somebody that he admires. <laughs> it's like he's selfless even in his own monthly show. He, he's just the sweetest. Um, so please go and check that out. They're having uh, their third anniversary of that show actually on March 4th. Uh, so go check that out, um, and if you happen to miss that one, they're uh, on Comedy Bar monthly, the first Wednesday of every month. Uh, also, he has a one-person show that is fantastic and is coming back to Toronto in mid-April. Uh, so I don't have exact dates for you for that, but it's called Game of Crones, um, and he will be posting about it on his social media. So go follow him, Dan the Guy Rosen. Um, he's a delight. Uh, (laughs) And if you want to support this podcast in general um, Please like it Subscribe to it uh, Rate it uh, Review it positively Um, uh, Oh man I I did this with the last episode too I'm really struggling for these creative examples I feel like I've set a precedent um, And now I can't live up to it Ooh, what about this Uh, Write love is everywhere on a flag And then plant it in the ground As if you're discovering a new country um, there we go I got there I got there all on my own Matt's proud of me he gave me a thumbs up uh, alright in the meantime uh, while you're working on your flag listen to this lovely conversation with Dan Rosen Dan Rosen.
1: Hey, so we've started nah. We've started. We've That's started. It. Perfect. They're like doo, 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I really want Robin to write some like lyrics for your like theme song. It sounds like the kind of beat that would be in a Robin song.
0: Yeah, you're yeah. right.
1: Like somebody told me got a new friend.
0: Uh- <laughs> I will Just reach so out know, to Robin love and is everywhere. <laughs> Just yeah. so you know love is everywhere we Yeah. <laughs>
1: <gotta learn>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just that way I thought, and then there's the theme song
0: welcome thank Thank you you. so much for being here
1: yeah thank you for having me i was really excited i'm a big fan of the podcast i tried not to fan out too much after like because i'd listen to certain episodes (laughs) i'd be like oh that really hit me and just be like hey tracy this is really great but like
0: you absolutely can oh thank you yeah i would never
1: (laughs) it was my like subtle way of so like i was trying like i wanted to ask to be on the show but Mm. i also was like you know like, I'm sure, like, Tracy's got a plan, and so on, so it's just, thank you for and having me. And now you're me. part
0: of the plan. You're here. Perfect. Yes. As Great. you know, we start with an honest, how are you? So, how are you, for real?
1: For real? Like, honestly, for real, I'm good. It's definitely, like, I'm very, not overwhelmed, but very, I'd say, like, superwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, So, like, a lot has Pretty been going whelmed. on. Pretty whelmed. A mm-hmm. lot has been going on in my life, but it's, like, all, it's mostly good things. Like, my wife and I, we moved into a place, like, we put a down payment on a pace a couple months ago thank you very much i was very excited uh now she's pregnant and due at the end of july so
0: congratulations i didn't know that thank you
1: yeah no so we're just starting we didn't she didn't want us to like make like you know a big loud announcement about yeah. which is fair enough um because as i've been learning from i've got the ovia app and the flow app and like all the stuff that like like getting all these articles i get every mm. day about pregnancy and like a lot goes on, and man, it's tough. And yes, oof, it is. Pregnant people really have it rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, yeah, so we've been trying to like sort of just take our time and focus it on, and then we'll tell people. But now I'd like just recently been given permission to uh, make jokes about it on stage. Yes, yeah, so you so can like, talk about it publicly. Now, yeah, yeah, so like my notebook had been like full of like jokes and notes or like things that we'd say or Mm -hmm. like we'd have like a rough day and she'd see me writing something down she's like oh so this is gonna be in the act now (laughs) (laughs) but uh but yeah so it's like a lot but like all that is good and very excited and kind of actually like we can get into it later on but i think kind of does time it tie into the mindset of the homework that you had for me Mm -hmm. but like it's yeah so i'm i'm doing well and yourself
0: i am i'm doing all right yeah i uh this week, I have been doing a good job of taking care of myself.
1: Nice. Um,
0: which is a good thing. I've been, like, cooking at home, making good meals, um, making a point of making my bed. Nice.
1: Like, um, you made sure that Hodo did. Yes, I did.
0: If <laughs> um, I'm trying to take my own advice this week. I've been in kind of, like, a... Not a super down place, but, like, just, like, rough winter, mm. bad mood, and... So, stuff like that, the last bit. So I've been trying to snap myself out of that. So maybe.
1: not something that, like, something specifically put you in that mood, not but more just... The just impri- a
0: general malaise, you know? <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it's hard also with this weather. Like, driving it down is, here yeah. in this, like, Canadian wintery... Like, winter rain always makes me mm-hmm. feel... Like, if it was just, like, little fluffy snow, then I, like, you know, I'm like, oh, it's kind of magical. But, like, when it's rain and, like, snow it's and slush... Worst. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, like, why are we even in this country? It's just a bummer. Yeah, for sure. It yeah. definitely brings... So it's yeah.
0: just been in a bummer place, I guess. I enough. I'm sorry bit.
1: to hear that. But.
0: Um, that's okay. Even, like, actually, like, it's been kind of reassuring Uh, looking at what it looks like now when I'm in a down place versus what it used to look like when I was in a down right. place. Right. And I'm like, oh, this not so bad.
1: Yeah. And you know what? Also, there's something that... um. One of my... So, like, I'm a super huge Simpsons-obsessed fan. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite quotes from The Simpsons... It's in the eighth episode of the first season. But there's, like, a thing where, like, Lisa's depressed is the episode. She's too sad to, like, play in gym. Mm -hmm. And it's not because, like, you know, she lost someone or anything like that. It's just she's just depressed. And at the end, like, after Marge has tried to tell her to, like, cover it up and smile. And she sees how... That actually makes Lisa feel worse. She then grabs Lisa into the car and says, like, you know what? If you want to feel sad, feel sad. And we'll be right there to ride it out with you. And then when you feel better, we'll be there to pick you up again. Mm-hmm. Something that's not the exact quote, but it's like...
0: I remember that moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's such
1: a sweet, like, thoughtful...
0: I remember that. That is, a, like, a really loaded and deep moment yeah. in The Simpsons. Because it, it even goes to, like, generational like right trauma and repression and like how we pass things down because it was how she had been
1: told when she was a kid as exactly. well. exactly she's like in the car
0: i think she's like driving lisa to school and she's like well like my mother always taught me like when you feel like that you just like press it way deep down so that like nobody else can see it and you just like wear a yeah. smile and pretend like everything is fine um and then her being like oh i realized that that wasn't the right yeah. thing to teach you
1: and, uh, yeah, like, it's such a brilliant such a thing. Moment. Such a, yeah, like for like, for, like, a show that, like, eight episodes ago was just, like, little shorts in between the yeah. Trace Ellman show. And then, anyhow, like, but it was just a really great, it's something that often comes back to me. And as a kid, it didn't weigh in as much. And then, like, a few years ago, I saw that episode, and I'm like, wow. Like, I started, like, yeah, start, really like crying you. while watching TV. I was yeah. like, wow, that's really, yeah, meaningful and beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Um. So the assignment that I gave you for this week Yeah. Uh, was... That I wanted you to pay attention to your self-talk. I told yeah. you this was like a deceptively simple task. And
1: how like I talk to myself, right? As well, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: The like, uh, yeah. What are you saying in your own head? Like, how are you talking to yourself? Pay special attention to any negative self-talk. I told you like you don't have to redirect anything or like change anything about about those things when they come up. Just be paying attention and start tuning into it. Yeah. Um, so how did that go?
1: It was good. It's funny because, like, it seems like such an easy one to do. um. But it is more work. Like, like not necessarily, I guess, work, but it is something that, like, takes practice, I'd yes, say. Yes, it does. Is what yeah. it was.
0: Because it's turning off an autopilot setting. Yeah. yeah. And
1: it's one of those things that I noticed. So I had to take notes. Um, I love that you took notes. I, well, just, like, yeah, just to make sure. Because there's often... Uh, like a lot of I noticed that like a lot of my some like negative thoughts or even some certain positive thoughts they'll have, they'll have asterisks almost to them. So it'll be like so like I have Crohn's disease and I'll be like, Oh, I'm doing pretty good for someone with Crohn's disease and like that's the asterisk. Mm-hmm. Like the little like a negative bit and I'm like, you know, I could just say I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Like I don't need to say like for someone who's going through this or for someone who's mm-hmm. doing that. You don't
0: have to qualify it in that way. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it's almost like it's trying to like I try not to get too egotistical and so but then sometimes I feel like I overcorrect the other way um and so it's been able to it really helped me and actually when you gave me the assignment I'd actually just gotten over a fever or I was like just getting over I'd gotten really Mm -hmm. sick last weekend and um it kind of helped me by like Like, noticing these thoughts and then just sort of acknowledging them, but then looking at, you know, what value, I guess, like, what value they have, if they really have any value. Um, Because sometimes you'll, like, I'll have a thought and be like, like, you can be, like, like there's the thoughts that are, like, almost negative but constructive being like, oh, like, I should have done this next time I'll do that. And then there's the ones more like, oh, well, you're stupid. Who do you think you are? Yeah,
0: exactly. Well, it's the difference between, like, constructive criticism and just criticism.
1: Yeah. And it's one of those things where a really great example was I'm trying to be more proactive in uh, and assertive when it comes to, like, trying to get spots on different shows for mm-hmm. stand-up and, like, trying to, like, really push myself out there. And, for example, there's a producer who I, or, like, I really like. Uh, She runs, like, one of my favorite venues in the city. And I've done a few shows there before. Um, But I, and I saw, like, I was going through, like, there's that list of all the Toronto stand-up comedy Mm -hmm. rooms around the city. And I wanted to reach out and be like, oh, hey, I'd like to do this show this time. And so I did that thing. Like, and at first I was thinking, like, oh, like, She probably doesn't think anything of me or whatever. And then like I, but I was like, whatever, I'll send the message. And then she got back to me within a couple hours, saying like, yeah, sure, like and like within a week, like next week, I can do the spot. And then I realized the last thing that she had said to me last time I was at her venue was like, oh, it's nice to see you again, Dan. And I realized I was like, why did I like perceive her as just I guess because me she is like a more mellow person but like but yeah you're just what?
0: projecting all of this stuff on uh, to this other person that you have no actual evidence for yeah you're just like making all kinds of assumptions about that, like, how they probably think about you yeah when like, you're like i have no reason to think that or believe like, that or make that assumption yeah
1: like why does this person think negatively of me or whatever yeah. and uh sometimes even like when someone will give me a suggestion you know like oh like You know, like, don't jump the gun on this, but, like, try and do things this way or whatever. And I'll be like, oh, they think I'm nothing. I'm like, no, they're just trying to give me actually good advice to, like, just sort of, like, pace myself and, like, come up with, like, a long-term plan with shorter-term goals instead of Mm -hmm. just, you know, like, telling me I'm an idiot. And so, like, why am I – I'm always thinking, and I noticed this at work, like, I'd always think that everyone thought – because I work contract to contract, I'd be like, oh, this person hasn't hired me again because they, you know, think I'm incompetent. They must think I'm incompetent. And Mm -hmm. then it was like, oh, we just didn't have a position for you. And then so-and-so, like, this person dropped out, so now we have, would you like to come on board? Um, And also that, like, all because they knew that I did comedy and toured sometimes, that they didn't want to offer me something that would tie me down Mm -hmm. for too long because they were thought, so they actually thought that they were trying to help. And so, which they were, like, you know, they were being actually very mindful and, like, supportive. And so, that...
0: Yeah, we just love making assumptions.
1: Yeah, and usually I assume the The worst worst about myself. Yeah,
0: like, you, you make all kinds of assumptions, and most of the time, those assumptions are something negative, about yourself and how you're perceived by other people.
1: Yeah. and where,
0: where it's like, what reality is that actually based in?
1: Yeah. And it was like, it brought me back to your intro episode where you're not even interviewing anyone, but where you talk about how if you treated people the way you treat yourself, like I would be cancelled in a second yeah. if I <laughs> talked to people the way I talk to myself in my yeah. own head. And we're like, what is this asshole who's always like telling me, like, your are <laughs> worthless? why can't you do better? Like. That kind of thing.
0: Yeah, like the the nerve we have in the way that we talk to ourselves. Yeah. Uh, like it's astounding, and you don't, yeah, you just don't realize how bad it actually is until you start paying attention.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Like you don't realize what a bully you can be for sure to yourself until you start tuning in.
1: And it's crazy because there's even in certain cultures they even have like a word for that. Like I lived in Denmark randomly for a couple of years. And they have a word called Niantalao, which literally means, like, it's not even a specific translation, but it's basically that feeling like, who are you to think you're so big? Or, like, who Mm. are you to think that you can, you know, do all these amazing things? Yeah. Like, it's this, like, kind of humbleness to, like, yeah, like, sort of, like... Sit down, bitch, be humble. Like, that's, Mm. like, what that word means, basically. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel like we're way too eager to tell ourselves to sit down, bitch, and be humble. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: it's like, you know, good lyric, Kendrick. But also, like, we don't need to always think about that about ourselves. Mm -hmm. And,
0: uh, like, I feel like, um, I don't know, we have this... uh, We've taken humility and modesty uh, to too far if that makes sense yeah like like, uh, we think like not only do we have to be uh there's one thing to being like humble and and modest in an authentic way but uh it's another thing to like hate yourself (laughs) for sure (laughs) or to like put yourself down all the time and uh, i think we have them confused a lot of the time yeah that we think in order for me to be like a humble and and good modest person I have to be constantly critical of myself and never take pride in anything that is good about me. Yeah. And be constantly putting myself down. Yeah. Which is not the same thing. <laughs> not at all. Not even close.
1: Yeah. And you don't need that. And it, one thing that also that really, I think, put things in perspective for me was that I had a coworker who, so there's a uh, person who I work with on a lot of different I work at, like, you know, doing, like, uh, assistant production coordinating, production assistant work on TV shows, mm-hmm. and she often works as a producer's assistant, and we were catching up because we ended up in the same office at this, for this one day, and uh, I was telling her, you know, like, yeah, like, we just moved, we, yeah, she's pregnant now, and I was just working as a production assistant for those couple of weeks, and she was like, oh, my God, your life is awesome, and, like, I was... Because, like, statistically, I'd be thinking, like, well, I'm just a production assistant. Mm-hmm. I'm not a professional comic yet. Like, or, like, all these things. But then, for her, she was, like, you've gotten married to someone you love. You're, uh yeah, like, you found a place together that yeah. you both, like, you know, are, like, building together. And also, like, now you have, like, a child on the way. And, like, you got, like, you're building a family now. Uh, and I was, like, yeah, I get, like, you know, like, that is, like, really, like, those are, like, some of the <laughs> biggest goals that I wanted to, like achieve yeah, in my life. the
0: biggest goals that I would say, like, most human people yeah. seek to achieve in their life.
1: That's true, yeah. And it was just one of those things where I was really down on myself because... And I find also a lot of these negative thoughts, it eventually all ties back into, like, money. Mm-hmm. A lot of... And for me, I find a lot of the times, a lot of the stress or, like, the things that I'm negative about, where it's like, well, I'm not earning tons of money or yeah. whatever. Like, and... Uh, it's, uh But it's one of those things where... Like, when I look at it, like, this week, you know, like, I'd been sick, but I took care of myself. Like, I took that time, like you were saying, you know, making sure to take time to, like, you know, do all things you need to do. Mm -hmm. And then that way I was able to recover quickly, then go and, like, do some shows or whatever that were, you know, I didn't make, you know, like, thousands of dollars from them. But, like, they were shows where I did a good job and I could notice, like, oh, I'm getting better and whatever my career track is compared to anyone else that's for my for my own pathway like i'm really happy with how things went and like getting that sort of on that track and how things are going and i realized and like my and it's also like it's not like my my wife for my wife for her she's generally like as long as you stay employed can help pay your share of the bills and you know take care around the house. Another thing, because, like, another big success I found out is she went out with a couple of her friends earlier this week, and they're all complaining about how, oh, our husbands don't do the dishes. Our husbands Mm -hmm. don't do this. And then she was saying, like, and you know what I realized? My husband does do the dishes. He does clean up a lot. He is really helpful when I'm, you know, like, when I need someone to, like, pitch in and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Now, And, again, that's, like, a success that, like, you know, you you can't put on your, like, baseball card or whatever. But, like... It's something that again was really important for me. I didn't want to be one of those like lazy partners who, while like your like partner's pregnant and you know dealing with like nausea and all these yeah. other things, that I'm just sort of being like, well, like tough twits. Like mm-hmm. I gotta like and even do just in
0: like even if she weren't currently pregnant, like, yeah, being a partner who is like doing half of the work instead of for sure putting all of the labor. Onto your partner. For sure. Um, that's a huge thing.
1: Yeah. So... To,
0: like, you're a good husband.
1: Thank you. And, like, I... Yeah, like, it was one of those things where I was, like... I was, like, oh, like, I'm really... And that was something that I was really proud of. And that I yeah. really wanted to... Because I wanted to be someone who does, you know, like, do those things. And, like, when we were talking about, you know, when we eventually have, you know, like, one or two kids. We want to eventually have a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, but also to be one of those parents who one of those dads who also isn't just, like, oh, I'm just the breadwinner, and then, like... You no,
0: you'd be involved like in...
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd be involved in that, like, you know, I'd be part of the, like, you know, emotional development of the child as well. And yeah, like and to that. think
0: of how much more satisfying that will be as a life uh, than yeah. just being somebody who, at the end of your life, is like, well, I made some money. Yeah, <laughs> <You> yeah, <know? laughs>
1: exactly. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, who cares? And, like, there's... Conan O'Brien always talks about how... When he's, like, you know, does his travel show and he'll see all these old buildings. And he's, like, these buildings have been around long before I was alive. They'll be long, long after I died. So, like, whatever legacy I have doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, what you do, you know, with your family and so on. Like, that really means a lot.
0: The Uh, connection stuff is everything. Yeah. Right? Like, (laughs) yeah the that makes the world of difference obviously money is important uh given the structure of the society that we live in from a survival standpoint um but like your wife said like as long as you're making enough that you're getting by and you don't have to be like afraid yeah then everything after that doesn't really matter as much it's about the people and uh, your relationships and things like that, that's what's important.
1: Yeah. And so it's nice. I'm also like super lucky because she is the most level headed person. She's very practical and very well, like, you know, well organized, but it's one of those things where anytime, yeah, like sort of things like certain things. Yeah. that sort of, she's helped me really maintain that level head a bit. So I definitely have learned a bit more about, uh, you know, being more positive about myself For example, there was once, I think, like, it was either I was sick or, like, I'd been busy with, like, coming from work to do a show and so on. And I was, like, sorry, like, can you please, uh, uh, like, you know, do the dishes, like, cook dinner and do the dishes tonight? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, I know, like, I don't mean to be such a burden. She's, like, you, like, almost never ask for anything. (laughs) Like, it's fine. And then I sort of realized that actually I can ask for more from people. And it's not going to be somewhere I have to have that negative thought, like, oh, you're such a burden. You're always... Mm -hmm. doing that because that was another thought that i noticed i it's something that i've been working on but i noticed like it's still there but it's slowly fading
0: such a heavy one the feeling of being a burden yeah yeah i i can relate to that
1: yeah well i think i don't know i mean from your perspective but for me like like also like having a chronic illness like and stuff like anytime you're sick and then you're like oh like people have to take care of me or yeah.
0: Yeah, I I don't know if you know I also have a chronic illness.
1: I know you've yeah. talked about it. I didn't, yeah. Yeah,
0: so uh yeah, totally feel that all the time, especially in those like intimate relationships, like a relationship with a partner, somebody who's in your life in the day-to-day, right? Yeah. Um, cuz like a, you know, a friend or another relationship in your life, uh, you can kind of hold it together or maybe they don't see the cracks as much and and the, yeah. but somebody who's with you in your day-to-day life and like sees when you're not doing well. Um, it is very difficult to tell yourself that, like, you're still enough and you're not a burden to that person. And that, that, uh, for me, it's, like, a feeling of that people aren't having to compromise to be in my life. Like, it's not like a, how do I put this, like, a a caveat to me. Like, oh, yeah, Yeah. like, really great being with me, except, you know, like, all this stuff, like, just so you know, like, uh, also
1: to be honest, like the, yeah, like the people who really like you and people who really love you, like they're gonna enjoy being around you, even if let's say, like, yeah, they like it's like, oh, I hung out with Tracy. I mostly just made her like chicken soup or something like mm-hmm. that. But they enjoy just being around you because of your like, because at the end of the like, it's your personality that has value. It's like that thing where people say no one people don't really rem- remember what you do, but they remember how you make them feel. Exactly, and. You know, you're a lovely, wonderful person. And so because of that, like that would be, you know, people would be like, oh, that's great to like be around Tracy, even when she's, you know, like at her worst or like, you know, Mm -hmm. feeling sick or something like that. And it's the same, like I've noticed even, yeah, like with my wife, with her being a one, I talk about her a lot, but like with her, be it like her company being really enjoyable, I felt Bad at the beginning when she was really going through the morning sickness, which is mm-hmm. really all day sickness. Yeah. Um, yeah, morning is not <laughs> morning an accurate title. Was definitely created by like a 50s like <laughs> husband who like woke up and would see his pregnant wife like mm-hmm. vomiting, be like, oh, that morning sickness, tough. Anyhow, yeah. hey, oh, I'm off to work. Yeah. Can't wait like, to see what I you've got cooked for dinner tonight. Was sweetie. only
0: sick in the morning. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and and didn't see did the rest f- of it, so it didn't f- happen. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that
1: kind of thing. But, um, you know, like, and I, you know, like, I, either see like during the day or like you know when I come home and then she kept working uh throughout it but like she'd be like feeling sick and so like I mean I'd feel bad that she was sick because she wasn't her usual peppy bubbly self and it meant also then I had to be she's always been the more organized proactive one but then so I had to step up a bit but also I realized even the times when she was really sick and then I'm just coming home making dinner for us rubbing her feet while we watch, like, a TV show we're marathoning, and then she goes to bed at, like, 9 p.m. But, like, just, like, those moments, like, still have a lot of value, and it's really fun. Yeah, like, you still
0: enjoyed that day.
1: Yeah, like, it's still fun spending that time with her and like Mm -hmm. getting to like you know spend that time even if it is like you know just like all right we're gonna relax and like i'm like her pillow fluffer is like my job kind of thing yeah Yeah. i think
0: there's something really important to like remind yourself that like you aren't only enjoyable when you're at your best yeah you know like people who uh, love you and and care about you it's not like uh the times when you're not at your best, they put up with because of the times that you're good. It's like, no, they enjoy all of it. Like that's loving a person is like (laughs) really enjoying being with them all the time, no matter what state they're in. It's not like a compromise that they make to put up with you during that time because they get this other time. That's better. It's like, you're not like, oh, it's okay that I had to suffer through this day where I rubber feet because I get other days where I don't have to do it, You yeah. know, like it's like no, it's all good. Like for sure, it's yeah. all
1: the time. Like and so even though we're not like going off on doing our usual, like like because she's someone who likes to be like oh like we've never gone to like you know like this festival that happens in the sea. Let's try this mm-hmm. or you know you know go like trying to find mini adventures. Yeah, and then it's like all right, the adventure has just changed and shifted.
0: I think there's also just, like, uh, it's important to remind yourself that there's a lot of beauty in just the ordinary. Yeah. Which, like, it can be hard to...
1: (laughs) For sure. Well, it's, like, even, oh, man, this one moment in uh, the movie Up that, like, always makes me, like, just, like, ball is when he's going through the, like, notebook and realizes, like, oh, we never got to go on this big adventure together, and then he finds out that she's, like, filled in all the pages, and, like, I'm about mm-hmm. to cry right now when he sees, like, all the things, and she says, thanks for the adventure, and, like, that's really sweet, and, like, like really, sh- like, what a great message to yes. show not just kids, but, like, just to be in, like, a fun animated movie in general that, like, just the everyday thing, like, even just trying to, like, you know, like, save up for a home and, like, you know, doing all these other things, like, that can be a really fun adventure, it's all too. An adventure. Yeah. Yeah. So, Just, yeah.
0: like, the process of an ordinary day is an adventure.
1: Yeah. And so, like, doing all those different little... uh Yeah, like, all those different little things Um is really nice. And it's the kind of thing that I think shows that, like... Even, like, when I look at... I remember once saying to my parents about how... This was before I'd met my wife. And I'd said how, like, oh, I felt like I never took it like many chances in life and so on. And part of it, I was thinking of like romantically, I'd never been someone who, Mm -hmm. you know, like there'd been times where either like I'd been traveling and like, I could have changed my travel plans to like, you know, follow this random, like girl I'd met or whatever, or like, you know, doing these other like things. And my parents were like, well, you know, like you did, like you were in that like long distance relationship with that girl from Northern Ireland and you lived in Denmark for a couple of years and you did like all these things. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess I did do a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. that like, where I tried things and whether or not like it led to like film school. Unfortunately, like, you know, I, my visa ran out, so I had to come back to Canada and somewhat start a new career wise. But then I had these friends who I'd made out there and like, I'd done like all these things and like even like one friend who i was so close like he invited me to his wedding and stuff like that so you had adventures yeah so like those adventures have happened and now the adventures just keep changing in different ways Mm
0: -hmm. what i'm noticing in a in a lot of these stories is like you seem to have a really different picture of yourself in your own life than the people who are outside of you and then occasionally a person outside of you like your wife or your family will be like uh, no, it's actually like this though. And they'll like yeah. point out a bunch of logic that you've missed. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like, I, yeah, like it, there's just
1: like a lot of this. Uh, yeah, like a lot of these things where I'll be, yeah, like sort of I'll just be focusing on the things that I've missed or the things I haven't done. Mm-hmm. And again, usually, because again, it comes back to money. Like I'm not making a lot of money doing, mm-hmm. um, you know, like sort of the thing that I want to do. But then I still get to do a lot of things that I like and I still get to like Friday night I did a show and there were like a bunch of people who like came up afterwards It was, I mean part of it was the producer did a great job and packed the house mm-hmm. but like people came up after me and like said like yeah good setter that was really funny and like something like that was really nice and like having yeah. both I had a couple of Jewish jokes I'd put in there and having both a Jewish family and a, like Arabic Muslim family both tell me they liked my Jewish jokes I was like yeah, yeah. And that yeah. was cool.
0: I've been doing this lately. Like, uh, I've uh, w- on my way to a show, sometimes I'll tell myself, like, hey, uh, just to remind you, you're on your way to go and do a thing that some people will never, ever try in their entire life. You're yeah. on your way to go and do a thing that uh, some people will wish so badly that they had the nerve to do, and they will never work up the nerve to do it. Yeah. Uh, when I get in my head about being like critical of where i'm at or you know like things are just routine or a drag and and stuff like that'll be like oh yeah but also to remind you though like you do this is pretty cool yeah like (laughs) that you
1: build up that nerve to do that yeah and also like in like for example in your case you have a fairly unique style as well Mm -hmm. um on top of that so i think like that kind of thing is like an extra just to like throw like little like extra victory on your pile there thank like, you i appreciate it but yeah like it's really nice to like it's fun though, was like where people were like oh like how do you get the nerve to do it instead of just like you know being someone who's like drunk at a bar being like oh, i could be funny on that stage yeah. but being like
0: being like i'm the person who did yeah. it yeah, yeah and then like have some pride in that yeah you know um because yeah it's a it's a frustrating thing like uh Being at the point in this career where you're not making a lot like a lot of money from from it and you're like, I really would love it and I want to keep doing it and I'm working really hard and I'm not seeing financial benefits of it yet. Um, And having like the logical awareness that like maybe I never will see a lot of financial (laughs) success from it and I'm willing to continue to do it anyway. It's uh, comforting to remind yourself like it's still pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Like, it's still a, a pretty fucking cool thing to yeah. do. And, um, and uh, like, I don't know, as as a comedian, you're surrounded by mostly comedians all the time as well. So you, uh, you don't really have that outside perspective. You yeah, know? Like, that's true. Of just, like, a yeah, somebody who is a non-comedian person being, like, that's a really cool thing that you do. Yeah.
1: It, and <laughs> It's funny because I have uh, a group of, like, high school friends who I'm really close with. And we've all stayed in touch um like going to each other's weddings or like you know Mm -hmm. like making dinner like having dinner with each other and stuff like that and we have a little like uh hangouts group on the hangouts app Mm -hmm. and every now and then i'll post like shows or whatever that i'm doing i'll be like look i know i'm probably just annoying you with like but here's another show i'm doing it'd be great if any of you guys can make it and usually they're busy which is fine and i've like uh because they've got like other stuff they've got to do um Mm -hmm. But then I didn't realize that, like a friend of mine jokes she's like, "You're always bragging about all the like cool shows you're doing." And like, <laughs>
0: and you're like, I, mean, "I don't feel like I'm bragging. I you're... feel like I'm like annoying." Yeah, you. and like
1: that's how I felt. Like, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess that is like, <laughs> like, you're doing so many cool shows around the city, and like, that's great. We're really proud of you. Uh, mm-hmm. We're just like bummed that we can't go to them or something like that." And so yeah, then and you're
0: I, like, I had a totally different yeah, perspective. Yeah, because
1: I thought I was like I, again, like it was one of those things where in mm-hmm. my head I was like, I'm annoying them, but then to them they're like oh like dan's like really yeah like stepping up and like really yeah so like it's not because they don't care so much about um yeah like sort of like how much money i'm making from it they're just like really excited that i'm yeah surprisingly
0: like nobody seems to really give a shit about that part of it that doesn't diminish how impressive it is yeah to them at all i think it just in the like what like 30 minutes that we've been talking, I think we found like six different real life examples of times where your internal logic was severely yeah. flawed. Yeah. Um, where like you've got, you've got the like a uh, uh, friend slash coworker being like, wow, your life is really amazing. right now right you've got uh your family being like no you went on lots of adventures you've had a like a very exciting life and have done lots of exciting things uh you asking your wife to cook and do the dishes and feeling like a tremendous burden your wife being like you never ask for anything (laughs) (laughs) just like example after example of times where uh the outside perspective is so different than your internal perspective and i think that's not something that's unique to you I think that's like that's all of us is just we have a completely different uh sense of what's going on than what is actually factual reality so it's helpful to pull outside of yourself and uh, try to look at things from uh like an objective perspective and try to see like how would an outsider see this situation so that's me on my way to shows being like hey you're on your way to go do a really cool thing Yeah, Um, that's me trying to be an outside person um, and talking to myself that way instead of talking to myself as this inside person who's critical and has other priorities and agendas.
1: Yeah, this is true. And like another thing, it reminds me of my brother, who I think also has a bit of this mindset. Because we were talking about how, so he works with. There's a school that it's up, like it's up north. He lives in Pickering, and the school is up north. I think in like Port Hope area. So. But it's basically a school that will have the regular elementary school programs that you need. But also a big part of it is also learning uh, environmental skills, wilderness sort of survival and appreciation skills. So stuff like how to like weave baskets out of you know twigs you find. All these things that like my, my brother's done these really cool things where he's made uh, like deer hide. Um, Yeah, like deer hide jackets. He's made his own like bow and arrow and like arrowheads. And he's done trips where like for three or four days going camping and just with only like tools that he's made out of like stone, bone, wood, whatever. And then, you know, he'll build his own like lean to like mud hatch shelter and then like they'll like catch food and stuff like that. And I mean, it's not something that like he could sustain forever on, but it's one of those things where it hasn't been you know like it's not making him rich it hasn't make him super financially successful but like i also put in the context i was like if we're let's say like the zombie apocalypse happened that's what i was you're gonna, gonna be say, the uh, richest person yeah, we know i was
0: like this is a prime apocalypse team member <laughs> yeah for
1: sure and like it's also and also like you're like he's i was like you're teaching kids to be like more one with the earth and like yeah. you're like really doing a lot of really great things that way and also like the way he's got a 15 month old uh, kid and like that guy like he doesn't hasn't even seen an iPad for example like they're really mm-hmm. like ra- he and his girlfriend are really raising him to really just uh, like appreciate his surroundings and because of that... be in the world yeah. yeah like be in the world and like you can see it affecting his development in a really positive way and so it's one of those things where um yeah, like, he's again, like, it's not that kind of statistical or financial success that we usually worry about, but what they're doing is, like, really cool, and, like, yeah, like, what he's been doing, yeah, like, is really amazing, and it's something that, like, a lot of people, like, he has skills that a lot of people don't have and yeah, have developed. Yeah, it's
0: something that's, like, really admirable and, uh, like, really cool and pretty badass.
1: Yeah, and he's really stuck <laughs> to his principles on it, yeah. too. Like, he could have you know dropped it and tried to like find a day job to Mm -hmm. you know really pay for it but uh he's yeah he's really stuck with and he's really working hard to make it work
0: i think like i don't know this isn't a original take on anything but like do what you want to do like why yeah like just do the thing that you actually want to do yeah (laughs) like most of the judgment that you have around making that choice is probably only coming from you and not coming from the people around you anyway
1: it's true and it's one of those things i think john mostyn talked about uh, as well in your episode like with like making the right decision and Mm -hmm. so on and how that also was something influencing him both like whether it's like no eating healthily uh but also when it comes to just he recently, you know, quit his day job, so he's just gonna do comedy because mm-hmm. he's like, you know what, life's too short. I'm just gonna focus on, yeah, like what I want to do yeah. and what makes me happy. And yeah, I mean, I can see it. Like he's doing so many great shows, and he's really producing a lot more. Yeah, John, he-
0: you're doing great. If you're listening right yeah. now, you're doing great. You're doing
1: great. And like I was talking to him in January because uh, he was on my show, and he. Yeah, like just sort of seemed like so much more excited, and you can see him being like a more positive. Yeah, more life force. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. I feel like that's what you get out of doing what you actually want. Yeah, is like uh, you get more of yourself.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And like you'll, there'll always be things that I think you'll have to do, even in. Of course, yeah. Like like,
0: obviously, there are like obligations and and stuff, and even the like i don't know for example like with us with comedy like this is a fun thing that we choose to do because we have fun and enjoy doing it that doesn't mean that sometimes it isn't a chore or that sometimes we don't have to do things that are kind of a drag or that we're not super excited about and like sometimes it's a grind that that's just part of it yeah um but uh yeah do just following your heart and doing what you actually want is so important
1: for sure. And so then even some of the more grindy things are part of the adventure. Exactly. And uh, I mean, for me, I always think of like, I hate social media posts. So I hate constantly trying to do it. I was like, if mm-hmm. I didn't, if I didn't, if I wasn't like, you know, in stand up comedy or whatever, or, you know, if I had felt I was at a place where I didn't need to keep doing it. Yeah,
0: I would barely.
1: I would barely, barely post. post at yeah, all. Like it would just be like, you know, A baby update or something like that or whatever. Yeah, mine
0: would be like just occasional photos of my dog.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Which is
0: almost what it is right now. Right. (laughs) But yeah, that uh, that's an obligation that we have of like you are supposed to be keeping up with it.
1: Yeah. Whereas it like otherwise like if we didn't have that then like Facebook would be mostly yeah like it would be mostly posts of our pets Um, (laughs) and like it would be like a wonderful magical place. Uh, Oh, to be
0: a person who doesn't have an obligation to post (laughs) on social media and to be able to only post occasional photos of your pets.
1: Yeah. (sighs) One day. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, like it's one of those things, um, yeah, that I always look at. And again, I guess also if we're going to talk about social media with also like the negative thoughts, because then sometimes. Like, I've also found myself distancing myself from arguments online mm-hmm. because sometimes, like, I'll, like, let them... That's also another way where I've, like, let people... again And, like, Josh, yes. my improv and sketch partner, he, like, barely ever goes on social media. And I... Even he knows, like, it means that, like, he gets booked less and so on, but he's, like, it's just, like... It ends up being this, like, argue, like
0: It's a cost versus reward thing. Yeah. Where, like, if, if you realize, like... I'm paying into this, like, negative space too much, it's not worth what I get out of engaging with it.
1: Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Where it's like, yeah,
0: maybe I'd get booked more, but I'd also be miserable. For (laughs)
1: sure. And, like, it's one of those things where then, because for him, he knows that, like, you know, eventually we'd love to do sketches and do, you know, like, get, like, you know, auditions, book commercials, whatever. But uh, part of the reason why he and I started doing improv together We knew, like, it wasn't going to make us money, but it was just one of those things where it's just been, like, it's, like, a lot of fun. We enjoy being on stage together. Like, yesterday afternoon, we did, like, a children's thing uh, where, like, it was just, like, seven or eight minutes of us on stage. It was Mm -hmm. in, like, a little cafe. uh, And we got, like, literally, especially Josh got literally mauled by kids. That's amazing. Um, (laughs) And was
0: this Tara Henderson's show? Uh, it was Tara show? Henderson's show. Shout out to Tara if you're listening. You're also great. <laughs> yeah, great show, Tara. It
1: was so much fun. But it was one of those things where, like, because Josh was like, we're going to get you involved because he, we weren't sure if the kids would, like, want to, like, get involved or whatever. Yep. And then turns out they were, like, super involved. And then eventually, in the middle of the scene, I was like, kids are just running around we're this cafe involved. around us. Josh is like, we're going to have to stop this. Otherwise, these kids are just going to run around until they fall asleep. Yeah. Um, But it was one of those things where he's like, "That was a really weird set, but uh, it was a lot of fun. Like, well, we definitely want to do that again. Like, Mm. um, and so it's yeah, it's one of those things where it's, uh, once you start, I find getting those, um, yeah, like sort of like not listening to those negative thoughts and be like, you know what, like it's good. Mm -hmm. I'm doing like you know this thing that I did was good. As long as you know, like again, like you say, constructive criticism when I'm like, "Hmm, Mm hmm, I shouldn't have said that mean thing, or I shouldn't have like you know. Next time I should do that instead of that. Um, You then start, like, just enjoying everything as an adventure. And then ordinary life just becomes more of a fun adventure, I find.
0: Yeah. I feel like, um, I don't know, to talk about uh, self-talk and what's effective in, like, getting the goal that you're looking for. Because, like, everything that you do and every thought that you have is trying to serve you in some way, right? Yeah. So, like, even that negative voice... um, is trying to do good for you right it's trying to course correct or to make you pay attention to something so that things go better going forward yeah um so like if uh your negative voice is being really critical of you about something that you did like oh you probably you made a fool of yourself just then, like that thing you said, that was so stupid. Like, they probably think you're an idiot now. Like, even that voice is trying to do something good for you.
1: Right. Right. That's a good like, point. it's not
0: doing a very good job of it, um, but it's trying to do something good. So, uh, uh, if you can rearrange that voice to try and serve the same purpose. So, it's like, um, if you look at it from a practical perspective, it's like that voice is not achieving the goal that it's see- seeking to achieve. Yeah. Right. Because the just putting Mm. you down and stuff like that isn't motivating, isn't going to make you better going forward. So if you change the voice to be like, how would I get the results from another person? Be like, hey, like I like I noticed when you said this thing, like maybe that didn't come off the way that you meant it to. Maybe in the in the future, go at it from this perspective, like try to just try to be more constructive and a little have a little more tact with yourself. Yeah. even if you are going to continue the negative self-talk and still be critical of yourself, just change the tone of it is a good right. way to start. That's a
1: good point. Yeah.
0: Just to speak with a softer tone in yeah. your self-criticism.
1: Which is funny because I do that all the time when I talk to other people. Like when, if someone, you know, like some big, you know, like event happens and like everyone, you know, whether it's like to do with Trump or whatever, everyone gets into their sides and does that and like and i always try to be more like a reasonable like a voice of reason so i'm not just in the like us or them yeah butting heads um and so instead of that like you know using that soft tone like oh like perhaps maybe like you could t- like think about this or whatever and perhaps like you could mm-hmm. like talk about this and like so on uh and then just use that tone with myself being yes. like oh yeah like instead of just being like oh you're a lazy schmuck idiot what the mm-hmm. hell are you doing just be like oh, you know what? Like, well, why don't you, like, go and do some cleaning and then you can watch TV? Or, like, why don't you go and, yeah, like, you know, like, do that, like, 10 minutes of writing that you really want to do and then you can go and just enjoy that Mm -hmm. thing that you want to do. I've
0: been thinking a lot recently about how, like, a lot of the way that we talk to ourselves is just us. (laughs) This might be a bit out there, but, like, us trying to parent ourselves.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Right? Like, uh trying to you know correct our behavior make us behave better um take learn to take care of ourselves things like that yeah most of uh the way that we are with ourselves is just us trying to parent ourselves and how effective would a parent be that you see these parents who are who are just like stop it don't do that like sit down like, oh
1: jeez, yeah right
0: it, that's the kind of parent that we're all being to ourselves by just yelling at ourselves and criticizing yeah. ourselves all the time like wouldn't uh we rather parent ourselves in a way that is a little bit kinder and more compassionate sure. and actually going to yield better results like yeah. the kid who's just yelled at all the time and told to sit down um, isn't going to turn out
1: <laughs> right, yeah. the same
0: way as a, somebody who has a parent who's being more compassionate with them and, right. and more present, right?
1: Which is funny because my parents weren't like that with me, so why am no, I... No, but
0: and then you create it from nowhere yeah. just for yourself. Like, why do you choose to be that kind of yeah. parent with yourself, right? And
1: just as a really good quick example, I had a friend in high school. He was a drummer in our band, and I remember once... Uh, his mom, like, picking us up and, like, talking about, like, like, she was totally, like, shitting on her son's, like, like, grades at school or whatever mm-hmm. and being like, oh, you're probably doing better than my son without knowing anything about me. Um, I did do pretty well in school, but, like, whatever. Uh, because then years Quick later. Quick brag. <laughs> do good in school. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I also took classes that I knew I'd do well in,
0: um, <laughs> stuff <Stop> qualifying. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're right.
1: I was great. You know what? I was really wonderful. Uh, I was, uh, the best. no, So, she, so,
0: she, so sh- she's kind of shitting on her so son. She's kind of shitting you. on her son.
1: And then like years later I met him and I was working at this, uh, hotel as the doorman and her son checked in like my old friend checked in with his girlfriend. They were staying for the night for like, you know, a romantic weekend and he was still the super same, super nice guy I knew him. And also had gotten, like, a really sweet job, like, testing video games. Oh, that's awesome. And so, awesome. like, literally, like... <laughs> like a little dream did, job. Yeah, like, little did she know that, like, the thing that she was, like, you know, mad that he was doing too much of instead mm-hmm. of his schoolwork. Uh, and I was the one doing the schoolwork and less of that. Like, yeah. turns out he put his eggs in the right basket. That mm-hmm. worked out really well for him.
0: <laughs> like,
1: so, yeah, like... You don't, yeah, it's just one of those things where, like, a lot of that criticism and that, like, harsh tone, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't, no. Ha- it's no ha- not helpful. Yeah. It's not
0: helpful at all. So, like, why continue to do that to yourself?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Just
0: be a nicer parent to yourself. Yeah. So, as you know, we end by me giving the guest a genuine compliment.
1: Yeah. How there's do you
0: feel about compliments, generally?
1: I think it's great. I mean, like, it also, like, there's different people. Like, there's some people who I know who, like, you, like who I've worked with who are, like, hey, like, hey, like, they, like, and I'd be like, I don't know if I can trust this confident, but I yeah. know you're one from listening to the show and like just interacting with you. You're a very genuine, upbeat, friendly Thank person. You. And so, like, I'm very excited to hear your really genuine.
0: Thank you. Uh, yeah, I try compliment. to, like, that's why I qualify it as being like a genuine compliment. Yeah. Where, like, uh, I try to never give a compliment just for the sake of, I don't know, the, some kind of goal. There shouldn't be a goal attached to a compliment, right? Like you shouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to say this nice thing to like make them like me or like I'm going to say this nice thing to try and boost up my image in their eyes or like things like that. Like uh, the the artificial compliments don't feel good. Yeah. And you can tell when you're getting one of those, like you said, with like some people, the way that they're approaching it or the way that they're complimenting you, you're like. I'm not feeling the way that I should feel from a compliment from this yeah. because I can feel that it's artificial.
1: Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it because it'll make me feel great for the rest of the day. Good. Uh, the only thing is, I'm like, oh, this means we're ca- wrapping up, aren't we? Oh, that's <laughs>
0: sweet. <laughs> 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 this will this will con- this moment will continue on into infinity even right. though the podcast is uh, itself is almost over. For sure. Um but genuine compliment for you. I think you're just a sweetie pie. Oh, thank you. Nice. I think like um especially in comedy circles, you know, like we're all performers and like we've talked on this podcast a lot about like the masks that we wear and stuff and uh a compliment I would like to give you is that you seem like a relatively maskless person. Like, you just come across, like, very genuine, and, like, you are just sincerely just a nice guy. Like...
1: Thank you. I
0: never detect any kind of artifice or, like, performative kindness from you. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, yeah. Like, it it all just reads completely genuine. You're just, like, you're just a sweet, kind, positive person, and uh, I... Have enjoyed every conversation that I've ever had with you because it just feels genuine and the like human and like real connection. And I believe that you probably are a very good husband. And I think oh, thank you you'll probably be a really good dad for that reason as well. Thanks. Um, and uh, you are also very supportive of others, which is something that I really appreciate. Like mm-hmm. I, I noticed that even in like the way you are on social media and stuff like that, you seem to be somebody who it's important to you to like prop up and support the people around you and like to boost others up. And I think that that's a really positive quality.
1: Oh, thank you. And I, I mean, I find like it, no, it's no skin off my back. If like, you know, like when awards, yeah, like get nominated or win for other people. And it's something where actually I learned from our friend, Bree Watson. Mm-hmm. There was once after a show She had, yeah, like, one of her improv shows that she was producing and a really big improviser who I really admired on there. And I was too nervous to, like, say, like, oh, I thought you were so funny in that scene we did together. And uh, I told her that she was like, yeah, of course, give that person a compliment. People like hearing nice things about themselves. And so then I try and, uh, yeah, like, always do that. And so if I'm at a show and someone says something that particularly tickles me, then I like to be like, oh, yeah, like that bit you have about you know spiders or whatever is great. Yeah,
0: so, I think that's I think. just a wonderful way to live.
1: Oh, well, thank you. I try to yeah. be... And it's something that I know we've talked about before once I think we're at John Mawston's place and how I was like it's really nice how like your comedy is comes from like it's like a really positive place. Like it's not like you know, not like, this, like I didn't want to be one of the comedians who was like, my fucking wife or yeah. whatever, you know. And like, or who's, you know, like, like comedy that isn't about yeah. like, oh, the world's a garbage bag full of trash. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, how your comedy, how you make people laugh and it's also positive And it's not like, ha ha ha, like let's laugh at our misery. It's like, oh, like let's laugh and also think about how things are great.
0: That's nice. Thank you so yeah, much. Thank you. Oh, Dan, thank you for being here today. Thanks
1: so much for having me. It was a real pleasure. You're a treat. Thanks. You're and a treat.
0: Listeners, go be nice to yourself and remember that love is everywhere. Yes. Uh, i've never noticed this world's creepiest doll Oh, which, which one? it's like fully hiding behind this thing how many times have oh. i been a, sitting right beside It watches doll you every time it's very clearly staring at me it doesn't have eyelids <laughs> it's very disturbing uh it's one of heather's weird scottish dolls oh my god it's so creepy i can't even take it i didn't realize it was sort of like oh my god there. it's so i'm never gonna be able to not see this it's literally right in my face
1: yeah <laughs>
0: Oh my the god, it's time. terrifying. I have to take a picture of this thing.
1: <laughs> the entire time of the podcast from now on, you'll be like...
0: Uh, now I can't not know that there's this weird, creepy doll...